0: What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Tommy the Cat, with my co-host, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? And we are about to go into around the league news, and there is quite a few little tidbits in here. Yeah,
1: a little bit. We can go into more, honestly, but let's just stay with the uh, headlines yeah, no, no, know, for this, headlines, this coming week. Because yeah. we can we'll both talk all day about Giants and Eagles training camp and stuff. And uh, you know, let's, just, let's just talk. Let's, just, let's give everybody a little love. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, Connor, the first thing I want to talk about is Kirky. So, and the reason why I bring up Kirk is because he just uh, got reinstated from the whole COVID protocol, come back and, uh, you know, participate in training camp. And then he had that awful press conference. I mean. And where he wanted to have the plexiglass around him and he wanted to do everything he can, but he could just get the vaccine. Look, again, we've
0: touched on this before, we're not, you know, political or... Podcasts like that, we're not telling everybody, oh, go get vaccinated or anything like that. Even though I think maybe you know, maybe. I'll, I'll, I know where
1: you're going with this. I will side with you 100. Yeah, yes. But
0: like you know, you do what you, you do what you want. Yeah. However, in the case like this, either either get the vaccine or don't. But if, if you're not going to, just just keep your mouth shut. Just just stay away from like, oh, I'm trying all these different measures because. It doesn't mean,
1: but shit. that's what he's doing, you know? I know. he is trying all the different measures, and like he's going to constantly get asked about it because now there's like a focal point on him.
0: But, but now you just make yourself look like he is. If, if you want to come out and say, like, hey, I don't know what they're putting in my body, I don't know, or <clears> if you want to come out with like stuff like that, fine. I can't, I can't really, I can't fully argue with you too much, you know. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a member of the CDC or anything like that, but. For the love of God, like, he was just, like, grasping at straws, like, oh, you're
1: gonna put lexical, what? what? Makes no sense. What are you talking it, about? It's dumb, it's, it's just really dumb, and I'm with you, that I don't want to get on, like, a whole, like, pro-vaccine or unpro vaccine type of, like, you know, conversation here, but... At the same time, we're a football podcast and we're a beer drinking yes, podcast. Yes, what we do, yes, we we'll ha- beer in our I have my thoughts of, you know, if you're interested in whatnot, but we're not going to do that here. But, Kirky, the whole plexiglass situation doesn't make sense to me. It's airborne, one. So, like, what's that going to do? And, like, two, it's just, it's just ridiculous that you're, you're making this statement that you're going to do everything you can to play every single game, but you, you can't, you don't have that power. No. You know, you don't have that power. Like, if you're in close contact with somebody and you're clearly like Kirk, for example, is not a vaccinated patron, they're going to put you in COVID protocol and you can't play exactly. that week. That's it. So,
0: like, it, it comes down to, like, do you want to play or do you not want to play? Because when you're in a position to lead your team into a potential forfeiture. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, they I mean, might cut them there. I, I, this gets like into a real gray area between like you being a free American where you can decide you know what's best for you, and I respect that and I support it. But at the same time, like you're playing in a league where now it's kind of dependent on not just getting the vaccine, but like you know not coming down with COVID. And, and if and you could avoid, yeah. well, avoid that i'm all for it well it's not it's not even just like your team and the league it's also your playing career
1: like, yeah
0: because again if you're not playing this is a league that's like it's very unforgiving like you you miss a year or you, you're out or whatever like and sometimes like especially how it goes lately where like the league is pretty set at quarterbacks. You might lose your spot as a starting quarterback in the league and the, that's
1: it. The cliche I love to use, it's what have you done for me lately type exactly. of league. Exactly. And if you're if you're not there to play, then hey man, you're not you're not worth it, you know? And that's the hard reality of the NFL. It's what it is. Yeah. You know, if you're not there to perform, you're not performing well. And you know, if you're against all this stuff and, and you can't play, then and, the hell with you.
0: And and that goes out for everyone too. But at the same time, like you got DeAndre Hopkins like having his stance. Like he's not—he had his firm stance and he didn't say anything else. Like that's one thing. But when you got Kirk coming out here trying to come up with like the alternatives, like
1: it's there just is ridiculous. A, there is, it's there dumb. aren't
0: alternatives right now. It's like, dumb, like, Kirk. Stop trying to act like oh I didn't get the vaccine, but I'm doing all like. There's no industry at this don't. point.
1: Like just don't. Just leave it. Where
0: there are, but right now there's not. Just
1: leave it how uh, how the other, like, unvaccinated players do. Yeah. That's a personal question and just keep moving on, you know? We'll make our own assumptions of what we think and then that's it, you know? Just say your personal question, that's all. To have this, as you put it, this whole ordeal on how to avoid it is just asinine. It's completely asinine. So, since we're talking about the Vikings, let's jump into Justin Jefferson. And Connor, I'm not going to lie, I started a new job this week, so I've kind of been like, you know, focusing on that. I didn't read too much up on it. You actually texted me today and told me about it, so I'll let you take the floor here and just feed feed me in on the details. So,
0: it's a grade one AC joint Mm. issue. He's expected to be ready to go week one, but joints, like that, again, that's another thing. You're receiving
1: extension, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it worries me a little bit. Yeah. It worries a little bit that you're not going to be playing at 100%. And when you are playing, there is risk to retweak that injury. And I really hope there's not uh, any issues. I love Justin Jefferson. I love to watch him play. I think he's one of the top up and coming receivers in the league. I mean, he was one of the best receivers, period, last year in his happy yeah. season. But. Uh, Really hope he's good to go, but what a blow it would be for the Vikings to lose him. Because I mean, as you heard in the previous podcast, we don't have them winning many, very many games yep. next year. And, and if, if he can't Justin play, Jefferson isn't there, that number can dip. Tremendously. Like, and yeah, I know but,
1: people like to point out, like, maybe possibly Adam Thielen as being another alternative, but he's not getting any younger. No. So, he, he's not as good as he used to no, be. and again, Adam Thielen and
0: has always thrived with having another receiver there. Diggs. Right. Jefferson. Yep. And if he's the only one, there, and it's not even on Adam Thielen, but if he's the only guy, it's more so for yep. the Vikings' success. I mean, he yep. only do so much with one guy.
1: I'll be the first to admit, I was dead wrong on Jefferson coming out of the draft, and it, it's not the first time it won't be the last time. And I know I'm not alone in my analysis of Justin Jefferson coming out of the draft. A lot of people had him as not as good as what he performed to be. But either way, I'm really happy for the kid. I think he's done tremendously well. And if he's a loss for that Vikings offense, I really feel for the fans. I feel for the organization. I feel for him especially. And I feel for Kirk. And even though I don't like Kirk right now, but I, I just, I just, I just feel for them because I think he's poised to have like consecutively tremendous years as a pro
0: well i mean not only as a fan of our teams but as a fan of the league and the sport mm-hmm. in general like you never want to see a top he was fun to, to watch yet. exactly yeah. like yeah. I'm saying, you never want to see a top challenge left, especially guys that play fancy football like you want to have as many options as possible and like you know uh i, I don't again i don't think this is something serious that it seems like you'll be ready to go week one but it's something to keep an eye on like, right no. It could, could linger it could be a lingering yeah. issue. And
1: I think I think it might I think it might just do that, unfortunately. But you know, I, I really hope he recovers fast because he's a lot of fun to watch. And he's a better route runner, hundred percent than I thought he was. Very good route runner. He he's is, a he's very, tremendous, very, tremendous very speed and a very smart wide receiver. Yeah. So I really want to see more of him. So let's dive into uh, well we'll go into division rival, the Chicago Bears. So let's dive into holes for a second. Yeah. So, what do you think about his comments? So blatantly that he was like basically saying, "Frank Reich trade for me because Carson's hurt." Because I'll get my thought. I'll, you know, let me get my thoughts first. Okay. All right. So I heard a Shefty or Adam Schefter on a podcast or like on a, a radio station earlier this week, and he said that what does Foles have have to lose? Lose, and that's hundred percent like accurate for me. He's guaranteed nine million dollars this year. And he's practicing with the third stringers in pre- in preseason and training camp. He's better than that. Listen, listen, before you even go on, Foles has,
0: Foles, Nick Foles, and there are others as well that you can throw on there, like, and maybe to lesser degrees, but, like, that can go maybe even to higher degrees, but, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh McCown, guys like that, like, They've had really, like, I mean, the perfect go-around. Like, and again, you can, there, there's differences there. Like, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl and was tremendous in the run-up to it. And he but was like, great in 2018, I too. Know, I know, yeah, I know. My point is, like, did Nick Foles or did, did anybody in the league, surrounding the league, or even Nick Foles himself, expect to be in
1: the position that he's in now no not a chance no.
0: and now he's like hey do you want me to come start i'll come start like but like i'm good with money
1: i know like but i think like a lot of it plays into it i don't think he expected them to go get eddie Dalton. i don't well i mean i don't know at that point what the division is but i mean if justin jefferson's a trade right up for him but i'm um, I, he doesn't get along with Matt Nagy at the same time, too, as well. So, it's just a terrible situation. Is that, is that the, I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he hasn't get along with them. Yeah. Uh, they, they were seen arguing a lot on their sideline and stuff. And uh, it's just, you could tell that there's tension there. And they both don't see eye to eye. But, there was a sighting today at Chicago Bears training camp. Peterson. Doug Peterson is in the house. Maybe that's trying to get Foles on board. I don't know what it is but I think he'd better be with Frank because he was very outspoken in his press <laughs> conference that Frank saw in him and altered the offense for Nick. Man, so he gave know, Doug no credit. It was all towards Frank. I, I tell you, though, Carson might just, like, blow a gasket if
0: that happens. We'll mean, get, I mean, okay. We're, we're going to get into that. And, 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 get and, get into that and that shouldn't even matter from Frank Reich or the Colts' perspective. Like no? the, 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 the objective the is to win. The win
1: games. The objective is to That's win. Right. I don't
0: care who's behind center. I'm checking this to win games. And
1: for the money, for the short term, go for Foles. Exactly, It makes the most sense. Because, and do so you they, want to take on Jimmy's Frank, contract? And,
0: and, and Frank could say, Frank can literally say, Carson, Carson, we're, we're committed to you. Like, whenever you're ready to go, I'm, I'm ready to rock with you. But in the meantime, you're hurt, and I gotta do something. And right now, I think what's best for this team is bringing in Nick polls Because you can't imagine, unless Nick Foles has a top ten level season, which I don't think he will, but who Connor, knows? he could he
1: could. I'm telling you, I've seen this story. I know. I've I, seen that, how it happens. Connor, I mean, he can't handle it. Carson can't oh, handle it. Even
0: concerned. if it's
1: coming from Frank, he'll feel betrayed. Maybe. And, and, and Foles is going to win them a game or two that they probably shouldn't because he has that, he has that it. You know?
0: He also has the team.
1: He does, and, team. Like, it's and like he like has like the. Or
0: Jacksonville.
1: Like, and he has the offensive coordinator slash head coach to make him do it too. He just has that it factor. He's not a skilled quarterback. I've seen him backpedal more than more times that I've ever seen in my entire life, and I've seen him make terrible throws. But when it when when the game is just on the line and like the tensions are high, he turns up some kind of gear that I've never I honestly say I wouldn't expect. So I don't know. I, 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 think, I just think I if, think if Foles the if the uh and
0: this, I don't want this to sound like derogatory to Nick Foles, but uh I I think Nick Foles is kind of like a poor man's Eli Manning. Um and again I don't want to say it like, sounded like that's like derogatory Nick Foles or also it's like you did enlightening, say again. enlightening to Eli Manning where it's like Eli Manning is this god, but like. It, it, it's weird where it's like he can he can look mediocre or kind of below average for a lot of games, but like in big moments he just turns on the switch where it's like where did this come from? And he, he he's a different type of player.
1: I I'll agree with you there. Um, I don't know. I, there no, might be better
0: there might be better comparisons. I'll
1: say that. No 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 no. I I can see that. And you said a poor man's Eli. So of course that makes me angry. Yeah. but at the same time i i get i get your your mindset i don't,
0: I don't want to say that like sound like derogatory. but i'm saying like I was a starter for like damn years. exactly exactly it's like
1: i i get where you're coming from i won't take it to heart but i don't like you so <laughs> so Fold, i totally respect what he said in that whole press conference he was dead honest and i think that the colts are probably end up making this move because they're anticipating Carson being ready for like week one, week two, and they're not gonna get that. I don't Are think. Do, really yeah, yeah dude. They're gonna reevaluate him in two weeks, and they're gonna see where he's at, and then they'll reevaluate after that. I think what, Nick Foles is gonna be on the Colts roster week one.
0: I tell you what, even if they deem him ready to go week one, he should not be playing. He, he Carson should not be playing. I think best case scenario... Oh, he should be
1: playing. I want a first round draft pick, okay. Connie But I'm
0: saying, <laughs> best case scenario for Carson and the Colts is he's playing weakness. In terms of, like, in terms of when you're going to get the best, and maybe not even then, the best Carson Wentz, but, like, Foot,
1: the foot really. I wonder what foot it was. You know, say, oh, if it's, it's his planner foot, that's a big, that's a that's huge. a big one. But maybe even, it is.
0: But even not the like, because again, Carson is your your modern quarterback where he's like he's not you know a run first guy. He's not a Lamar or anything like that, obviously, but. He's a mobile he guy. Can he can run. Moves around and he moves around yeah, the pocket. Man. And he can make a lot of the big throws and great throws I've seen from Carson. I mean, he's a great pocket thrower when he's at his best. But he's also like, I've seen him on the run make big throws. Or when he runs the sideline, stops, plants, and makes a bomb. He's made a lot of good throws like that, too. And
1: It seems so long ago, though, and it sucks. Because... I, I think he has all the talent in the world, and he's such a great guy. And I think he has like the potential to be such a great player, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. But here, but
0: here's the thing. I mean, look at Carson
1: Palmer. Yeah. Carson Palmer is a perfect like comparison
0: to like Carson Wentz's career. Matt and I don't know similar th- first names. The only I know, I know I the
1: only thing is I don't think Carson's going to last as long as Carson Palmer.
0: And, and, and I'm not saying he. I know, I know, I know. But, just I, know, saying, I, know, like, but I just of
1: think of about like, comparison and. Carson Palmer came on really when he was with Bruce Arians in Arizona. So yeah, when but. he was like 32, 30, like 31, 32. And Carson I don't think is going to make it there. I mean, he's going to be, I think, 28 this year. And he's had injuries from head to toe, yeah. literally head to toe. Yeah, yeah. So his body, and Adam Schefter put it completely like in great words that some players have that thing where They just are injury-susceptible, and some players can play every game their entire career, and some players cannot. Yeah, And and Connor, I think Carson's one of those players where this guy can't get out of his own way, and it's just blow after blow, and he's got to have the mental capacity to overcome this, and the perfect player to reach out to him, I don't know who said it, was a player like, I don't know, Thomas Davis, you know, who went through three ACL injuries year after year after year. And just how he came back from it and just the mental like you know mindset that he made for himself to be able to overcome those kind of injuries and be able to play at a very high level and thomas davis just retired i think he was like 36 when he retired something like that he was older so maybe carson should should maybe take a page out of his book or something but i feel for him man but I think in two weeks the Colts are going to be very disappointed of where he is in his rehab, and they don't think I don't think Carson's going to come back as a. He's having surgery, and they're
0: expecting him. even a minor surgery. Yeah. With the foot. Yeah. And they're expecting him to be ready week one. Then they're just. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I
1: don't think so. I think week it. three at the best, at the absolute best, and I think they're going to end up training for a quarterback because you can't go into this season with their schedule in the first five games. I got to pull up their schedule, but I know it's rough. They can't go with Jacob Eason. And
0: and again, like, they're a team that, like, not only are they looking to win their division, just set set aside aside making the playoffs. They're, and again, they're in the AFC, which is just, like, at the top. It's brutal. Brutal. Like, so they're they're there. I'm just saying, like, Super Bowl contenders. They're definitely a dark horse contender. Yeah. They can definitely, they have a team that you look at when you look at the, the top teams like the Chiefs the Bills the Browns the Ravens when you look at teams like that like and you look at rosters and you might not say like oh this team is better than those four teams but they have the team they have a team the way it's structured that can beat each yes. of those four they can teams eke out on, something on, on, a, on a given day yes so like and we've seen it Plenty of times for when come play on time. Once you're in the yep. playoffs in football, forget like all the other sports. Forget in that Football shit. it's one day. Yep. One game. Put your heart any, out on can the line. Anybody can win. Anybody can win. Yep. Anybody can win. Both of our teams, both of our favorite teams, have proven that. Yes. Where they might not be the better team like on paper, but the way their team is structured, matchup wise, can beat better
1: teams and scheme. Right That's scheme. it. Scheme is so important too, as their well. Team. And
0: guess what? They have one of the best offensive minds yep. in the game in Frank Wright. and their defense is very, very good. Yeah. And they have no, they have no clear holes in their team. Here. They don't. They're one of those teams that like, you know, some teams that are really good, but ah, they like it. the Chiefs are a great example. For for the last couple of years, they've been elite in so many levels, but they've had little holes here and there. And, let's see. last year proved that it wasn't enough to get them through.
1: See, and that, I'm glad you brought the Chiefs here. And that's, like, the down part you get with Andy. Um, he has clear, you know, weaknesses. But he doesn't, like, do anything to change. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah. And that that's Andy's a great guy, great coach. And I, I, everyone will agree with me. He's probably, like, you know, the second best coach in the league. I mean, Second to- I, I, could, I
0: could argue he might be the best coach right
1: now. The, the bill? Like, right now? Not Bill. I'm, I'm
0: talking right now. Like, again, this changes, I would take Bill over changes, Andy. This changes all the time, but like, look, the last few years I'm, I, I'm building a team. I'm taking Andy, and you know why? You know why? Because Andy has more of an impact on the most important player on the field than Bill does. Quarterback. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. because Andy, because Bill, Bill had Brady all those years, but Bill also had offensive coordinators that worked well with Brady. Yeah, and, he did. And Bill definitely had an impact on it, but Andy makes quarterbacks better than what they were when they
1: came in. He makes everybody better. He does. People, but, but his players, players the love him.
0: And, and what I'm saying is, when you have a good quarterback, when you have, and, and Andy has created Cultivated top ten quarterbacks everywhere he's gone. Maybe not every single year, but for the most part, like right? even Donovan McNabb, who was not expected to be what Donovan McNabb was for many years. Donovan McNabb was a good quarterback. Not that he threw for like gaudy numbers or anything, but he was a good quarterback. And the reason he was, he was one of the was top. He was Andy Reid. Yeah, he
1: was one of the top in the league for quite a few years. Exactly. Yeah. he
0: got stuff done. Yeah. And, when you have that, you win games. You go to NFC champion. Or, well, I'm just, you know, for example,
1: no, four straight NFC, NFC championships. championships.
0: You go to Super Bowls. Put yourself in a position to win. And as much as your defense is super important, and they all say defense wins championships. Uh, uh, any any day of the week, if you're gonna ask me, would you rather have an elite defense or an elite quarterback? Not even the rest of your offense. Elite quarterback. I'm taking elite quarterback. I'm taking elite quarterback. I'll build. I'll build the rest around an elite quarterback, and I'll ha- I'd rather have an elite quarterback and an average defense versus an elite defense and an average
1: quarterback. See, let me play devil's advocate really quick. And you can. I would love to. So let's say you have the elite defense, but you don't have the elite quarterback. But like, who would you have as a quarterback at that point? Let's say if you have Brian Tannehill as a quarterback, would you, you take that? You can win.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying you can't win. I'm okay. not. I- I'm not saying you can't win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying like you can't win with. team like that absolutely you absolutely can i'm saying if i am building a team and the chiefs are the perfect example because their defense they've never been elite defense in the mahomes era
1: they don't have to be yeah that's my point that's my point
0: they don't don't have have to be be. and sure they've had they have good defenses but they're definitely not elite and i would say they've never been top ten like maybe around there like, they've had okay defenses and defenses get getting by, and they've had games where they've looked really good. Yeah. But they've never been elite, and they've gotten there because of the play of Mahomes. And obviously, you can't have a bad defense, sure, but like, I'm building around an elite quarterback versus an elite defense. And yes, you can still win the Super Bowl
1: with an elite defense and an average quarterback, but. Of course, course. Trendola. I think. Not, a <laughs> not perfect example. A perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Johnson. Perfect. But guess what? Yeah.
0: Super Bowl. Yep. Brad Johnson, one Super Bowl. Yeah. Sure, Patrick Mahomes so far one Super Bowl. But like, oh my on. god. The guys went four, four or five. Yeah, or yeah I know. Like,
1: oh, Drew. My Drew with one Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, but
0: that's
1: I know. I, I'm just dipping yeah, at yeah, this point. Yeah, I'm dipping. Yeah, I mean, but I I I'm saying the, that's
0: a little bit different than the Brad Johnson. Trent Dilfer situation. Yeah. But, but sure, I mean, because, again, it's very hard to win a Super Bowl because, again, it's one game. And it's one game in each playoff. Like, anything yeah, right. can go wrong in one game and then shit. Like, look at Peyton Manning. Like, how many times has he had... His teams should have won a Super Bowl, but, like, something's gone wrong. Right. And sometimes it's been on his shoulders, but, like, you know, the Ravens game, for example, like, with the Jacoby Jones, if they win... that they're winning the Super Bowl. If yeah. If they, if they win that game, which they should have won...
1: I yeah, I know. That sucks. Anyway, so let's uh since we were just talking about Carson, let's dive into Carson a little bit. So even more so. So he's out for five to twelve weeks with a foot injury. And I didn't expect that when it first happened, and I'm kind of shocked by it. But let Carson, I mean, Connor. Not Carson. Connor. Let's say um, they reevaluate him in two weeks, and he's out for like a month, right? Do they trade for somebody? I feel like I mean, you feel like they have what, to, right? What, what I would do, yes, I would trade. For who, somebody. who would you think that are potential trade targets for the Colts? Nick Foles, cool.
0: Nick Foles is definitely up yeah. there. Um, Phillip Rivers recently just said that he might not be done. Phillip Rivers is another
1: one of mine, yes. But at, at the same time, if it were up me, I would not do that. But, okay. Uh, I wouldn't do it either. I can't believe you're forgetting.
0: Hang on, hang on. Well, no, because I'm not going to say Russ. Like, I'm no, no,
1: Russ ain't happening. Happen. Uh, I don't know if this one's saying happening either because of his contract. They don't want two quarterbacks with that kind of money. But Yeah, well, I'm, I'm
0: not even...
1: I, I know you're not, that. but like. No way. Are okay, all right. Can I just say it? Deshaun? Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy? So,
0: okay, okay. I so I'm,
1: No, I'm not, not training for a quarterback. So we there's can't. A and there's show no show way that. the Texans are there's helping out the Colts. No, but, but I was no. going to say exactly that. <laughs> not a no, the no, Texans know that. they're going to get good value for him when it's all said and done. See, I, I
0: was going to say, like, Jimmy would make sense if it wasn't for that guy. I know. But. Again, Let like, me bring Jim up one more.
1: Nine, but. Let me bring up one more. Okay, Connor, hear me out before you interrupt because I know you're going to want to. Because I know you, you bastard. Joe Flacco. And the only reason why I say that is. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm just saying. Okay. Through a couple of weeks, but Nick Mullins has really been impressing people and has outperformed Joe Flacco in training camp. So, it's a veteran quarterback. People that could buy into him, hold on. And he's won games in this league. He's been a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. So maybe he can bridge you into Carson coming back a little bit. I'll allow you to take the floor now. I, would say, I got one more for you, too. I would say
0: bringing in somebody like that, sure, fine. Like, it's not a problem.
1: Like, I, I don't know, like, obviously you have experience, and yes, he, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's a Super Bowl MVP, even though he definitely And all the game, Colts have to do, since they're trading for the, with the same team, solidify that pick being a first-rounder. That's all I want. If,
0: if you are if you are trading for Joe Flacco, why not just start Jacob Eason and just let him, let, just see what you got.
1: He's going to be a train wreck, Connor. So abs- Flacco train man. Man. No, he won't. I'm telling you, I He'll win, you. He'll he'll win you two Jets. games. He he'll was win you two run. three games. Joe so Flacco
0: hand. had one good throw when he was with the Jets. Everything else looked
1: a- I'm telling you, man, I think I think though he's the type of veteran quarterback you want. And he's not making that much money. He's not making that much money. So I think that, that'll that'll be a good good opportunity. I can't tell I have another you one to throw at you. Like Joe I have another one to yeah, I mean, for you I'm not. Fair, I, Joe Flacco. It's not. I don't. Well, actually, you know what? It, I'll it tell might, you if it is. It might be. Cam News. First off. And the only reason why I say, say this. You would say that Joe
0: Flacco is a better option than Cam.
1: Did you be? see Cam last year? I would still
0: take Cam over Joe Flacco. I
1: don't know, man. Cam was pretty bad. No, I, I love Cam. I do. I love Cam. I he would, was pretty bad, dude. Would, there were games he would throw for like Three interceptions. And I right. still
0: take them. I would take Cam Newton at three interceptions
1: over Joe Flacco any day okay god goddamn. Listen, I don't know how like oh. Matt Jones is doing, but if they feel comfortable with parting with uh, no. Cam Newton. So that that, that ties into it. No, no, no. It. That makes sense. I'm with I Maddie. think all, all I think everything I've said makes sense, I'm by with, the way. I'm with <laughs> training for Cam Newton because like it's a perfect fit for Cam Newton. Hey, get a few
0: starting games in there. Perfect for New England, throw Mac Jones right to the Wolves. And, like, let's see how it rides. Cam Newton, I, I'm, I'm 100% with that. I, I, I there is, Cam Newton's here. Joe Flacco is way back here. It is not even close for me. But I, I mean, I, I can't even tell you, like, how much I would if I were the Colts rather have Cam Newton than Joe Flacco on my team.
1: I'm just I'm just going I'm just gonna be going around the league on like, you know, like quarterbacks that I could see getting Schrader over there. So what about like a um I don't know, whoever loses the battle out of Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. One of those guys. I know you love Taylor Heineke.
0: Whoever loses the battle, I mean yeah, clearly- it's a quarterback. Clearly, Fitzpatrick's gonna win.
1: Oh, apparently, I've read that it's a it's a quarterback battle. Okay, right I'm
0: not saying I love like. No, oh, you love him. No, but I'm saying like, hey, at least he showed something in a in a game against a very good team. Uh, but,
1: one hit wonder. But
0: uh, sure, but absolutely, I've seen it many times before. I would not trade for Heineke if I were if I were the Colts. No, would what would
1: it cost that. you?
0: Probably nothing, but I still. Why would why would you give Eastern, cash
1: considerations? Why
0: would you have Heineke over Easton?
1: Because he did so well in that playoff game.
0: No, I'm, I'm What not, has Jacob
1: Eason done well?
0: But but uh, but I'm saying, but like again, why would Washington trade him for nothing?
1: Because he's not going to play. Well, You need a backup quarterback. Do you? When was Fitzpatrick injured?
0: He's like forty years old, and they
1: can get a backup quarterback somewhere. Hey, Philip Rivers wants to come back at some again, point.
0: I'd rather have he- Heineken knows the system. I'd rather have Heineke knowing the system than eighty-year-old. Phil Rivers with 18 kids.
1: Frank will be able to teach Heineken that system.
0: I would still rather have Cam Newton. All right. What if about if you're going to trade for somebody, trade. If you're not going to do it, roll with Jacob Easton.
1: what about Gardner Minshew?
0: That's so okay. That's the one that I saw recently, and that one makes sense because that that I feel like is the perfect. Like, I want to
1: pat myself on the back. Let me do that.
0: That one. I yeah. Give yourself a pat. <laughs> That one I feel like is the perfect like right? fill-in backup or come and start some games.
1: Jordan Love,
0: not a chance. Why not? Because Aaron Rodgers is gone this year.
1: Do that? Or is he? He
0: has already
1: said the issue is Jordan Love. They get, of course, it's not. But let's say they do well this year and they make some moves next year, and they make Aaron Rodgers feel good to stay. Do you know how petty this man is? He is the
0: biggest diva football has probably ever seen. Right. There is no way he they can win. No, it's a it's a a shot in the
1: dark. He is not
0: leaving there, and the Packers damn well know it, and they damn well know they got to stick to their guns with Jordan Love. Okay. Like I there I there is no way that they trade Jordan Love.
1: I, I, I'm I I'm just bringing it up. What do you think about growing Minter? you think that's a possibility?
0: I think that is maybe even a... I'm not going to say maybe even a better fit. I think it's right up there on the same level of trading for a Camden. Not... And I, I just think of, like, in terms of timeline and, like, your dedication to Carson Wentz. Like, who can come in and, like, maybe do enough to win you some games?
1: So... At the end of it, do you think that they trade for somebody or they go with Jacob Eason?
0: I think they go with Jacob
1: Eason. I think they trade for someone, and I think if I were to put a gun to my head and I had to answer who, I think it would be like a Gardner Minshew. It very
0: well could be. I don't
1: think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna like do that to Carson again because I'm think,
0: saying I'm saying gun to my head like them just being like, hey, whatever, because apparently they don't think it's going to be too long. And if it's week six, I mean, we don't – Jacob Eason is a complete unknown, but maybe they're they're like we're confident enough with our team overall that maybe Eason can just eke us by and, like, let's just say we split. Like, I got to look at the Colts' schedule again, but let's just say we split the first six games, like – they're in a they're in a division where it's like okay like they they could still win the division if Carson's coming in week six
1: they could but I think they have a tough schedule to begin the season let me just search it up real quick okay so week one they have the Seahawks coming to town so a winnable game winnable. I think then they have the Rams coming to town yeah and that's tough then they're gonna go visit the Titans and the Titans are gonna take advantage of that then they're gonna go visit Miami. And then they're gonna go visit Baltimore, and they got the easy uh, Texans coming to yeah. Take. So, but, so sounds, it's yeah. like it but could be half and half. Of, you you're right. Could,
0: you could split. You could split. Three games there with Easton just kind of doing the bare minimum.
1: So let me just finish it off the first six games. You have yeah. They they could they could definitely. And
0: that's just throwing a random number there. Like I yeah. don't know how long Carson's gonna be out. So like with more information, my view could change. But I'm like the first six games. Like again, I'm saying the teams that. Like, the Ravens and the Rams, I'm not saying that they're going to expect to lose, but, like, the viewer is. Like, we're going to expect them to possibly lose those games. And maybe yeah, if right. Carson's playing, like, maybe they can pull one out, but I, I still doubt it. Like, I feel like those are losable games either way. And, like, Tennessee, that's a toss-up. Um, but, like, with Easton playing, I mean, obviously I'm leading Tennessee. But with Carson playing, that's a toss-up. Like they could still potentially lose. They could still lose that game. Right. Miami. Uh, you know that all depends. That that game's a toss-up, but that could be a win either way with Eason or Wentz. Um, Which well, I think it should be a win for them. Um, Seattle. I think that's more on the Colts defense shutting down the Seattle offense. I don't think Easton or anybody would have much of a tough time. Against Seattle's defense, I think he will. I, mean, I think maybe, maybe maybe he will. I'm, I, but I'm just saying, like,
1: I think when the lights are turned on, the NFL sure, season is starting. He's sure. gonna fucking crumble.
0: A- like, I mean, sure, sure, but like, but that's not a game where you're like, oh man, we're giving you, we're throwing you to the wolves.
1: Like, no, no, it's not. Like, but that
0: defense is like, hey, if you,
1: No, that's week two. That's week one. No, I'm just saying. Week two was throwing to the wolves. Yeah,
0: week two is throwing to wolves, but you with you three you're probably like, hey, this is a tough game anyway, right? So like, you know, I, I, I'm just saying like, he, like so just I saying if you have if you have Cam or Gardner Minshew, are you Joe Flacco or Joe Flacco? <laughs> are you expecting the Colts to beat the Rams or the Ravens with those guys? Yeah,
1: Joe Flacco is elite. <laughs> I know. I'm just being. I'm just, I know. I'm just being annoying. But um, I don't. No, I do not, I do not I, see Joe Flacco in the Colts. I don't
0: think no matter what, and I'm not saying that they they can't win those games. I'm just saying I don't think whatever quarterback they have drastically changes their chances of winning games against the Rams or the Ravens.
1: I I'll agree with you. There. It definitely
0: heightens it. It does. But like how much does it heighten it? Right. No, like, no. You, I mean, like it's one of those: Are you going to lose by twenty points, or are you going to lose by seven points?
1: Right. And yeah, you could still win, but hey, man, I'm I'm catching where you're throwing down. Yeah, I'm, I'm catching it. So with that said, Carson Wentz is out five to twelve weeks. They do have hopes that he could be, uh, you know, back sooner rather than later. So, dude, what is it, man? Like, why why is Quinn Nelson having the same injury? You know, that because we got to weigh that into like, you know, their. I mean, could, could that be effective on their win total? Having Quint Nelson now, or he's—I mean, he's a guard. I think, I think so. Yeah, right. I think so too. too he okay? is
0: impact guard.
1: So five to twelve it, weeks, he's out too. But he could be—I mean, he's—he's he's a freaking warrior, so he could be yeah. out quicker. Rather, I mean, he could be back sooner rather than later. But at the same time, it's like how many more like you know shots in the back is the Colts going to take before the season even gets underway? That sucks. Kind um, of. Let's jump into your team for a second. The Giants retiring all of a sudden. These three guys, yeah. what is it? Todd Davis, Joe Looney, and now um, Zach Fulton. Zach Fulton. Yeah. So, so. Let, let me let me just get like because I know you got a lot to say about yes. this too. So I the Giants are a well-run organization from top to bottom, and I can admit that because I'm a I'm I'm a realist. So I don't think this has anything to do with Joe Judge or anything like that, as some people speculate. I think this is just you know, Hey, bad timing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, so they've all, all the, all those, the, the, those three players, I'm leaving out Kelvin Benjamin who isn't an actual retirement, but those <laughs> three players uh, have all come out and said uh pretty much the same thing, like that their mind is with it, but their body isn't. Um, and they've all said, they've all had glowing reports um, and they've, come out, uh, especially Looney and uh, Fulton, saying they have too much respect for the Giants organization and the, the coaches for them to, you know, kind of string along on like playing when they, they know they can't play at the, their top ability, which I respect a, a whole lot. Um, and Joe Judge has, has said for those three players, Davis, Looney and Fulton, that, hey, he totally understands, and the doors open if circumstances change. Yeah. So, leaving from what I've heard from those players and Joe Judge, uh, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, it happens, uh, especially in a sport like football, Um, and I totally respect it. I actually respect it more like realizing and understanding that now versus trying to play through it and not being able to do so. so I, I think that's good on the players for doing it. However, from a team standpoint, uh, while you, know, you don't look at Looney or Fulton being starters, we know injuries happen. And regardless of even injuries, just there's times where players need to come into play, uh, special teams, whatever it be. Um, yeah. This leaves uh, an offensive line that isn't considered very, very good. Um, obviously very young, and you got guys that you're hoping – you know, take a next step and, you know, turn into a, at least an average unit. Uh, it leaves an offensive line unit very, very thin, um, which is uh, a glaring issue with the New York giants. And they definitely need to bring in some extra help. They had Austin Ryder in for a visit before they signed Joe Looney. I thought he was a better option than Joe Looney already. Um, so I'm really hoping that they bring him back in um, because I actually think that he's a, a good center guard option that can actually start. Uh, He started a lot of games with the Chiefs, and he was actually – he graded out very, very well um, for them. Uh, So, I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't bring him back in. And, again, like I said, I I thought that they should have signed him over Joe Looney.
1: Yeah. But
0: uh, they definitely need help uh, on that offensive line. In camp, I haven't heard much about – how the offensive line has looked. Um, we talked about this, too. They're easing Andrew Thomas back in after an ankle, off-season ankle surgery, so he hasn't gotten much work in. It's been very light work, so like, you can't really evaluate. we about need Nate Solder. Um, again, I like, haven't heard really, really nothing. anything. Um, Will Hernandez, nothing. Shane, Shane Lemieux, obviously, yeah, got, that banged sucks. Up, got banged up the other day, but he seems to be okay, Good. Um, but still. It's not so much of evaluating the talent on the field right now. It's what happens if something goes wrong, which, you know, it, it happens very, very frequently. Of course in the NFL. It does. So they definitely need to bolster up the depth on that offensive line. Um, if they want to, I'd say if they, if they want to have a successful season and, and make the playoffs, which they pretty much need to do this year.
1: I think, I think they might just do that. Yeah. So, um, hey, really improved team. So let's jump into Josh Allen getting his uh in the bag. In the bag, right? So what it, oh my God, I forgot the contract. Uh it was six years, two hundred
0: and fifty eight million. Yeah,
1: hundred million guaranteed at signing, something like that. Was it yeah. was it that?
0: I mean, well deserved.
1: Yeah, it is well deserved. I mean, he had one good year and it was a fantastic year. It was actually the uh was it the last time the uh what Bills got in the AFC Championship was like, what, 96, something like that? It was like.
0: I think it was before that. I think it was Joe Kelly.
1: Yeah, Joe Kelly. Was that 96? It
0: was that. Well, so they had the four straight Super Bowl runs. That was 87, 88, 89. I know. No, I it was 90s, no? 88, 89, 90, 91. Or it might have been like. It's in it's in the 91 because I think they thought, lost no, to the No,
1: I think it was like mid 90s. I think it was when the Cowboys and Giants won theirs, right? When the when the Giants win, it was like,
0: shoot. It was 91. When they beat them, it was 91.
1: Okay. So it was, oh, sorry, it was 91, 92, 93, 94. Okay. Gotcha. I got a video. Play. Sorry, I had a video play right there for, for a second. That's okay. So it was a 91, 92, 93, 94. Okay, so, all right, that makes sense. So, 90s, hey. Yeah. No, pat on the back, Tom. So, anyway. So Josh Allen, I don't have the contract um, terms. I wish I did right up at this time. I read them before, but he got a six-year, $258 million extension. I know he got more guaranteed money than Mahomes, I believe, and he got more do-it signing than Dak Prescott. So I don't know what those numbers are. I wish I had more information to give you. 43, right? Okay. So is he worth that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to say no. I'd want to see it done two years in a row.
0: I agree. I agree with that. But um, considering the landscape for quarterbacks and how you pay them, you're paying Josh Allen over six years that amount of money. Uh, I think that most likely, I'm not saying that his best years are going to be confined to those six years, but given what he did last year, you're getting. The, the real prime of his years, the majority of the prime of his years in that contract.
1: And you know what this screams to me? This scream is Brandon Bean anticipating the cap going extremely up.
0: But but not even that. Like if they were to wait another year and he balls out, yeah, they're going to be giving him maybe 10 million more. Yeah, 50 like, million. I'm saying I'm over fifty million if he if he has another year like that and with I think it'd like be Diggs, right about fifty and with the chemistry that him and Diggs have there's no reason because
1: I, I think it would be right at fifty and that's only because like I, I see what you're saying but at the same time it's like yeah like you had a good year but it's like are you better than Mahomes you know are you ten million dollars a Matt, year was better Matt, than Mahomes was Matt
0: Ryan better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, manning, the best quarterback. but but they
1: both were not 10 million dollars better over than their significant you know other Ashmore
0: was making 50 million
1: dollars a year no he's not he is. no he's not he's making 40. no he's not yes he is. Thank bring God. it up baby bring it up he's making like 40 million dollars a year or 42 43 something like that
0: well i'm talking so when the next contract starts
1: yeah, like 42, uh, I mean, 43. He's, okay, so he's it's, like, it's like a 10-year contract, like t- yeah. 10, 12-year contract. Remember that.
0: Why is this? Sorry, this is showing. That's no, okay. Bear what with us, making, everybody. What he's making now, 24.8, which is. That's
1: not accurate.
0: No, I mean, that's what he's making this year.
1: Yeah, right. Well, you know how is it, you know structured. It's like, you know, it changes year to year so drastically. per year okay 45 million per season okay all right
0: so we're in
1: between yeah right but that's actually that's actually a lot more than what i thought yeah i thought it was about 40. as i I, I I just said i thought it was closer
0: to 50. yeah but um well mean, clear we were literally
1: in the middle yeah no no i'll take it dude
0: i'll take it i'll take that as well yeah yeah. um but but again like What's gonna What's gonna happen? Sure. I, if in a year, he's gonna be he's gonna be making more than forty five million dollars a year. Like forty three, I feel like for Josh Allen is the perfect amount given what Mahomes is making. Making two million dollars less than Mahomes, he's not at Mahomes level, but he's right, right there among the elite. That was probably in
1: the negotiation level too. That they're like, hey, we can't give you a money per year. Yeah. So we'll give you a little bit less than that.
0: And who's going to
1: argue with that? Yeah, no, I know. Don't, I don't think anyone will. So let's jump into Deshaun Watson a little bit. There was a report that came out like the other night that the Eagles and the Texans were in heating up conversations for Deshaun Watson. It was later <laughs> shut down shut by down immediately. immediately by other, uh, you know, NFL outlets and whatnot. But. I mean, I've been hearing a lot from I, everybody I believe, that the Eagles are I, severely interested. I
0: believe in- not only where there's smoke, there's fire, but I think the Eagles are the team that a makes the most sense for Deshaun Watson. Um, I think it's the obvious connection there, but I also like as an from an Eagles perspective, like. Why? Uh, sure, and, and have have some talks. Absolutely, like you, you're not doing your job. You're not having talks, but you know Deshaun. Deshaun's situation is not going to get resolved till next spring, right? And let's see what happens with Jalen Hurts. I think that's let's what, see what with Jalen I Hurts. think
1: that's what they're going to do, and but I think it's just. It's just they're going to constantly be linked to him because oh, Jalen Hurts, be. Hurts isn't proven. They have the no. draft capital to get him. At so they're going to constantly be linked 100%. to it. And the
0: probability of Jalen Hurts being at least good enough to destroy a Deshaun Watson trade right now is low. Right, right now it's low. Right. You can prove that wrong. But the thing is, it's like you're not asking Jalen Hurts to be as good as Sean Watson. You're asking Jalen Hurts to be good enough to show that they don't have to give up capital to trade for Deshaun Watson. And right right now, as it stands, just from what we've seen from Jalen Hurts, the probability is low that he will be good enough to destroy that. However, that was one season in a weird sort of like drama-filled year, different like – Uh, a different system than it is now. Not a lot of help. Let's see how he is this year. He's got Devontae Smith. He's got a new system. Maybe he finds some success where they're like, are you as good as Deshaun Deshaun Watson? No. No, but you're good enough that we can build a a contending team. Right. And we don't want to give up all this draft capital. We'd rather take it to our advantage and use it to help you become even better. Which that can very well happen. So I think that's the I think that's what's gonna happen. And that, that, I think that's what has to happen. Right? Yeah, I think that's I best think, case scenario.
1: And I think that's what's I think that's inevitably what's gonna happen. And
0: I think there's very few teams. And that's who, not me
1: being an optimistic Eagles fan, by the way. That's no, just me I don't thinking that I've seen Jalen Hurts like the way he presents himself, the way he's performed in practice, the way he's just conducted himself as an overall oh, human being. Uh, no, I think uh, he has it. From, I a, really from a
0: character did. perspective, you can't ask for anything better. Yeah, than I know Jalen. Hurts. I J- Jalen
1: mean, he's, he's a he's a different animal.
0: He's 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 a guy that you you go to bat for. Like you want to play for Jalen Hurts. He's your ultimate team player guy, like leader. Like he'll die for his teammates, and he'll do. Again, you saw it in the Alabama game where Tua came in and won the game against Georgia. Jared. Jalen Hurts, the interview after, like, "Hey, what'd you think about like getting taken out of the game?" Tua, he's like, "Man." I don't care. Like, the fact that we won, I'm so I know. happy for Tua. I'm so happy for Tua. And, like, I don't care about any of that. It's winning the game that matters. Like, that I, is the type of guy that you I'm glad
1: play. you brought that up because an Eagles reporter brought this up, and I forget the exact quote, but it was like, like, what do you prefer? Like, like I don't know what it was. Like, winning the game or, you know, handing it off and they, they touched that He was like, I just like getting touchdowns. I don't care who gets it. You know, just just I like punching it in and just getting the victory. That's all I want to do.
0: Jalen Hurts is the type of guy that would be like Tim Tebow now, where it'd be like, like, hey, like we need you to play tight end. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do it. Know, know. Whatever you want. Like, Sounds good, bro. Yeah, done. yeah. Yeah. That's that's the type of guy Jalen Hurts is. And I, I really love Jalen Hurts. As uh, a player slash like character guy, I, I I'm not sold completely on him as him being like right a, and you should not be. but I root for him. I yeah. want him to do well. I really do like Jalen Hurts. I will like hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I, <laughs> I, I, I root for Jalen Hurts. I will
1: have my eyes glued to the screen week one when they line up against Atlanta because I want to see how he comes out. Man, that's a perfect game for him. To like it is. It really um, is. No
0: but. I, again, this isn't just, the end. the Eagles are a different animal because they have the draft capital, but even the other teams that maybe don't have, because, again, it's football. Like, the Eagles have draft capital next year and, and the year after, but, like, teams can be like, hey, we'll give you five first-round picks for the next five years, and the will still be like, word, that sounds good. But I feel like all the other teams as well, There's no reason to trade for Deshaun Watson until the end of next season. No, there's no – yeah. Any team that does do that, I feel like it's a stupid move. Can it pay out for them? Absolutely. Dude.
1: But I feel like
0: it's just not smart.
1: Let's just say the Eagles trade for him, right? Right now. Right now. Okay. Like, would they have to give up Jalen Hurts? I mean – Probably. Sure.
0: Yeah,
1: why not? That's not my stop cap here. But I'm just saying, like what are you selling to the fan base? Six games, ten games a Joe Fucking Flacco. Excuse my language, by the way. But oh. ten games of Joe Flacco and a quarterback.
0: So even even though we still, even, even though it is Philadelphia, like if any year is the year to do that, this is the year.
1: With fans in the stands.
0: I I, I so look I know it's gonna be brutal, but I'm saying if any year is the year to do that, because I think a lot of Eagles fans aren't expecting like a, a playoff run this year
1: could, no. they,
0: could they pull off something yes absolutely. they could in this division you absolutely but can. they also could go but, down the drain but really quick. If, if any year is the year to be like hey look look this is going to be an off year and next year we're coming back where we have all this draft capital whatever no matter the situation yeah. period, whether they trade for Deshaun or not trade for Deshaun like, right the, the expectation shouldn't be high for Eagles fans it's not and, and uh, that's what I'm saying and sure, they it, it, it can end up fooling everybody. But
1: But you, you know how it is. You get like these these fans that are saying like who twelve wins, cares? you know, who, or something. like that. I know, but
0: I, I get that from Giants fans. I know, that Giants I, know. Fans I know. The last
1: five and what I'm years, so I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm,
0: I'm like, they're not going to win more I know. Than four or five and that's games.
1: what I'm saying. Like you know how it is. But, but who you
0: cares know? about them? Screw them. They're dummies. Like, <laughs> like and, and and front offices, if they were to care what fans thought, this would be completely different league. I know. They don't care. They don't. So. What I'm saying is –
1: Because it's still going to go anyway.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, trading for Deshaun Watson now, could it pay off like tenfold? Absolutely it could. It 100% could. But there is no reason to do it. Like, you're doing that, you're taking an unnecessary risk that you wouldn't have to take in less than a year. So,
1: two things are going to happen. Let's go back to saying the Eagles do trade for Deshaun. And Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, right? They trade for Deshaun, he's there. So anything Jalen Hurts does doesn't matter. He's not gonna be the starting quarterback next year, you know. And let's say Jalen Hurts like gets uh traded away in the Deshaun Watson package. You're not gonna sell 10 games of Joe Flacco. It's a it's a lose-lose scenario for the Eagles, completely lose-lose, you know. That's that that's just all I have to say about it. So, with that said, Connor, you want to jump into a little Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, so you know, John Lynch actually said a couple of days ago that Jimmy has looked the best he's looked as as he's seen as Jimmy being on the Niners. And I think that's a translation for me that please somebody, offer me something for Jimmy because we want Trey Lance to start from day one.
0: And because on the flip side, from what I've seen, I think we all saw that 50-yard bomb, but Trey Lance has looked real good. For San Francisco, and I think we were both Fairly high on trail. I mean, I was high on. You were
1: higher than I was. Yeah,
0: I was high on pretty much four of the quarterbacks going in the first round this year. Yeah. Um, not not that it was low on Mac Jones, but like, I didn't think he was better than the the, the other four.
1: I thought Trey Lance would take at least a year to get to get into the game. And he still might. He still, he still might. He's uh, not, it's not anymore, looking good. But my,
0: <laughs> but yeah, that too. But my whole thing is like, we don't need to expect guys to come in week one and just be ready to bowl out. Some guys like some, sometimes you're in a position like Mahomes where you, you sit behind an Alex Smith for a year and you come in and you're like, I'm, I feel like I'm in a vet that I'm ready to go. And sometimes you're throwing the wolves right away. And depending on your, your mental state, that can be beneficial to you. Sometimes it breaks guys down and it hurts them, but some guys that brings them up. Right. And not that I know how that'll affect Trey Lance, but, hoping that that's the type of guy Trey Lance is that uh, he just seems like that type of dynamic guy where it's like he can be he can be thrown in there week one and he can just make shit happen yeah I know and, and I'm ready
1: for it and I, I I'm so wrong on him I thought you know not only well, is he wrong he, yeah he is so I thought he would take a little bit to develop but it looks as and it seems like as if he's going to be ready to go from day one and I think that the Niners are going to find a way to maybe possibly trade Jimmy.
0: Well, again, too, like, before we even get into that. Yeah, good,
1: go
0: Look at the situation. Sure. I mean, you have Kyle Shanahan. Right. Like, if, if if Trey Lance was really anywhere else, like, really anywhere else other than maybe, like, the Rams, the Chiefs, like, a few, like, the Bucks, a few select teams where it's just like, you feel so confident with your offensive scheme and and the players you have there where it's just like, you can just come in right away and feel comfortable other teams. You might be like, okay, he needs a year. Like the jets, for example, like, I feel like Zach Wilson, who is a lot more polished, not that he, not that Zach Wilson played in this like great conference or anything like that, but Zach Wilson has played a lot more football than Trey Lance's and he has a lot more uh, intangibles that, football minds like than Trey Lance um in terms of like uh not not attributes but like the way that he sees the game. Uh he's not as he's not raw. Like Trey Lance is raw. Yeah. Like the Jets it could be a very different circumstance. But like the Niners is a it's a match made in him.
1: Yeah, I know. It really is. Just with the offensive genius like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought up Wilson, too, because he's really impressed me with some of his throws that I've seen in his camp, by the way.
0: And I, I want to talk on Wilson, and I want to talk on Elijah Moore.
1: Okay, we do that.
0: Elijah Moore and w- that connection looks like a deadly one right off the bat. It does. Elijah Moore has been, from what I'm hearing from not only just camp for all over camps. So I mean I, I really I really think that Elijah Moore is like he is one of those guys that's just ready to go from day one and he's in the perfect scenario for him and I really think he's gonna emerge over the next few years as being one of the best slot receivers if not the best slot receiver in football um, not saying that like right off the bat, but I think that, he will emerge in the next two to three years as being the best slot receiver in football. But I look a lot at, at, at camp and, and you know chemistry between quarterback and receiver. But I think when you look at different scenarios where guys have been in the league and they've been on different teams and they they know you know pretty much everything about their strengths. Yeah. Sometimes like there's ego involved. There's all this other like all these different things. When you have two rookies that come in in a situation and they both know that they're going to be the guy at each position and they're developing that chemistry right away, that's a deadly combination. Yes, And I think that both Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore not only realize that, but they are connecting. They're boys. They are like boys right off the bat, and they're looking real good in training camp. And I think that could be a combination that we look at. For years to come. I agree. I'm very excited about
1: it. I mean, I, I mean I've I've seen nothing but highlights of Zach Wilson and the throws he's made and how good his feet are and just the precision that he has, like throwing the football and stuff, which is very encouraging to have. And I don't want to get too tied up in the training camp. I know you're in the same boat as me and such. And even with Elijah Moore, I was I am I thought he'd be a first round draft pick. Um, but he was right outside. I mean so he was essentially a first round yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, really though. So um, I think he's going to be big things, but not better than Randall Cobb. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm
0: sticking to my guns. I am telling you, Elijah Moore will have a better year than Randall Cobb.
1: Mark it down. I'm I'm excited to see your. Fa- I'm down. excited to see your failure. So Connor, the last thing I want to get into in this episode for Rama league is the Hall of Fame game last night. Did you watch it? I did. I watched the entire game because I'm a football junkie. Yeah. And I need a better hobby, so I watched the entire thing and it was ugly. Um, I'm just gonna recap really fast. We both agreed that Dwayne Haskins was actually he, better. He, he looked, he, good. he looked pretty Dwayne decent. Dwayne
0: Haskins looked
1: good. Yeah, it looked good. Kickers were terrible. Oh my god, uh, just awful. And I hate kickers. So I hate the object. I hate the um, idea of you know I don't know 52 men going to battle. You know the entire game, and then it so comes. 50, well, 52, but, you
0: know, 46
1: uh, uh, technically yeah, dressed. Yeah, and then there's, like, you know, an X amount of players scratched, you know, didn't math. So, anyway, I don't like the idea of all these guys who spend all off-season training and training camp coming down to a kick. So, that, that's just how I view it. But, anyway, nonetheless, the kicking in that game was just completely terrible. The balls came off like corkscrews, like complete corkscrews. Yeah. And the other takeaway I have from last night is Ben DiNucci is awful, but I wish he was good enough to beat us last year. That way we would have had a top five pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, so a couple of my observations from last night. Uh, and obviously, you know, it's, it's preseason. It's the first game of preseason. It's a lot of backup. So, like, do not read too much into this. But, man. Did both offensive lines look brutal.
1: Yeah, and that's the Cowboys' offensive line. Yeah, death, technically. Um,
0: and like, and it was weird because like this game, like, unlike some other preseason games, like where I actually do care about it because I like to see some guys play. Yeah. This game, I felt like I was like, man, it's the first game back, which I'm like, I'm excited to watch. But at the same time, I was like, you couldn't find me two teams that I'm less excited to see in preseason because. Dak's not playing. Yeah. Ben's not playing. And I feel like both teams revolve around those guys for their team
1: success. See, like I don't need to see Ben or Dak in my opinion. I know, I'm I, know I know. I'm just saying the only thing I look for in preseason games is rookies that are drafted that have high expectations or high potential or, you know, are work in progress. That's,
0: that's what I'm saying. If, you, if we were to watch a game against the, the Jaguars and the Jets, I'd be like, I'm yes. not to watch Because you know
1: You know side. Trevor's playing. You know Zach's going to play a couple of snaps here and there, but not too much. But nonetheless, I don't think the Cowboys really – I mean, besides – I mean, Michael Parsons is a great pick. Yeah, but he, he actually looked really good. He was all over the place. He did look good. So, good. I don't know. I just uh, wasn't really interested too much. But, hey, there I was watching the game. Yeah, watching the game. So, just another aspect I want to bring into that was actually before the game. How awkward was it to see Jerry and Jimmy side by side talking about the Cowboys Ring of Honor? I just want to touch up on that real fast because they tried to make it as awkward as possible and Jerry tried to make it as unawkward as possible and that just didn't work out. Well, and and just I want to bring up just a, like one more thing before I let you go here. And that's just uh, when they pressured Jerry for the Ring of Honor for Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy's like, am I going to get it before I die? <laughs> and I just thought it was just hysterical.
0: And And look, Jerry has... Jerry came out, like, what is it, last week or two weeks ago, like, pretty much slapping himself in in, in the face for, like, firing Jimmy Johnson, saying, like, that was, like, the biggest mistake he ever made. And
1: it was. Uh, We'll all agree with that. Everybody will agree with that. Definitely.
0: And I think that was probably a tactic to make this situation uh, less awkward because he had to have known that he was, at the time, that he was going to be the one inducting him. Uh, From Jimmy Johnson's perspective, like, and obviously Jimmy's in the Hall of Fame. uh, So, like, who really cares at this point? But if I were Jimmy Johnson, like, I'm not saying that I I would never forgive Jerry Jones. Like, at at a certain point, who cares? Don't hold grudges. Like, it's a business. You get it. But, like, (laughs) Jimmy Johnson, I I feel like if I was Jimmy Johnson, I would be so petty I would just be, like, I know. be like, like, who do you think you are? I know, but I at the like, same
1: time he was a little bit because he made that comment was like, really? It's gonna I, happen before I die. I know,
0: I know. You know. like that was kind of like a playful jab. I would be I like I don't think
1: so. I think there was some, you know I, I mean, mean it, it's a
0: jab nonetheless.
1: I think it was I think it was a clear jab and I think it was he laughed and like he he played it off, but I I think there was like some meaning behind that.
0: Sure sure and, and and there probably was and rightfully so yeah i mean the cowboys could have won probably another two maybe three super bowls and jerry just threw that away because of ego
1: yeah would they and, have one playoff win and like fucking sorry excuse my language like, what, 26 years? Something like that? Two playoff
0: wins? Well, so they won a Super Bowl after he fired
1: yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, but that was Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah Jimmy's team.
0: Um, yeah. And then after that, it fell apart. But
1: They beat the Eagles one year, I think, in a playoff game. And then I think they beat another team. Was it Was it a couple years ago to get to the Rams game? They beat the Lions. Uh,
0: the, Seahawks.
1: the Lions. It was a Lions game. Matthew, remember that pass interference? It was um, a pass to – who was a tight end at the time? God. Ebron? Ebron. It was Ebron. And it was a blatant pass interference in the Cowboys' events, and it wasn't called. And then the Lions end up losing the game, and the Lions are still looking for a playoff victory since 91, 30 years ago, which is my age. Which is crazy to even think. Isn't
0: that, isn't that crazy? Can you imagine being a fan? Like, not having uh, 30 years.
1: I know, that's crazy.
0: I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, and, like, we, we've had a playoff win, but, like, it, there's been very little success. Hey, man, I'm a Flyers course.
1: fan, bro. And it's been since 75.
0: Yeah, but at least you went to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, 2010 was nice, yeah. but
1: that little – Goal but I mean country. I'd
0: rather I'd rather not go to a Stanley Cup than to lose a Stanley Cup, trust me. I Yeah.
1: Losing a Stanley Cup especially the way champion,
0: losing a championship. Do you
1: remember yes. that Stanley Cup with the against the Blackhawks, right? That crazy nobody, nobody goal no one even knew it was in. It was just you were gonna pin drop inside that arena. Oh, it was awful. It was yeah, in Philadelphia yeah, too, I yeah. Mean, I mean Freaking yeah. Brizgalov, dude. Was it Brisk Golov or was it uh? Oh my god. How do you not love Brizgalov? That
0: was I like, like him a as a
1: person. I don't know. like him. I like him as a person. I don't like him as a goaltender. And I, th- I don't think you. I think you would agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, so back to NFL. We yeah. could uh, we could talk all day about all sports, but uh, yeah, man, just really awkward between uh, Jerry and Jimmy. So, I don't know.
0: But uh, good for Jimmy for getting in. Yeah, good it. for Jimmy
1: for getting to jab in, dude. Last night on national television.
0: Yep. He he, uh, he definitely deserves it. But overall, very game, cringeworthy. Very cringe. The game was very sloppy as as it was to be. expected. It was very ungood. Um, I I thought offensive lines looked very very bad. Um, and also defensive secondaries. Like there were a lot of breakdowns. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, that's to be expected uh, in these preseason games, especially the first one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, both teams, I mean, just looking at it right now, um, just because, you know, we have nothing else to evaluate. We can evaluate, you know, both teams. Uh, I think the Cowboys offense will be fine. Um they they ran the ball pretty well. Um, they did, especially using like their screens. Um, Pollard got
1: back. a few snaps too. which I was surprised. And,
0: well, their other running back did too, and he he had a
1: couple nice runs. Yeah, i like a solidified you know number two. I'm yeah. surprised he All, got.
0: Pollard is a very good number two.
1: I like him. Like Pollard a lot. very
0: good number two. Uh, Najee Harris had um, some shine in that game. Uh, he had a few few nice runs, but um, also a few tackles in the backfield because Steelers' offensive line is atrocious. Trash. Um, so, I mean, we'll see uh, We'll see what the next uh, – next week, I mean, we're going to have some more preseason games. Yeah, so
1: I... uh, whatchamacallit, next week we're actually going to do a show on uh, Wednesday night because I got the Eagles playing on Thursday night for a preseason game, and like last night, I want to be tuned in all game. And when do, they, when do the Giants play, by the way?
0: Uh, so the Giants
1: are playing the Jets, I believe. Really? This uh, early? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because we played the Jets, I believe, the last week of the preseason. And that's just been like a yeah. going thing. So they
0: play the Jets next Saturday. Okay. And that's their first person.
1: So the Eagles always play their games on like a Thursday night. So I want to tune into that. I want to see what Nick Sirianni's offense looks like. And I want to see what – honestly, more so than Nick Sirianni. I want to see what Jonathan Gannon's defense looks like. That's Because be I lesson. see – I've been hearing and I've been reading that he disguises – Everything And you need to. Yeah. You
0: need to with a defense like that. Um, like
1: reporters even said it's hard to keep track of players on the field and what they're doing, you know? But,
0: but see, that's a good thing. And, like, you have – again, there's defenses where you have a stacked unit where it's like, okay, you don't really have to disguise too much. You can play it rather conservative yeah, altogether. Or if you have guys where you're like, eh, you know, it, this isn't the best amount of players – It's about scheme. You play to play your strengths. You can turn into a very, very good defense by doing that, and you can look at the Giants last year with Patrick Graham. Right. He had kind of – I'm not going to say a bunch of misfits because he had some good players. He did. But he had a bunch of misfits and a bunch of like six-round, seventh round picks, uh, rookies that he knew where to play them and when to play them, and – it worked out as a whole for the Giants. And, and also, study. Connor,
1: like like this can't go unnoticed too as well. This like this whole disguising of the defense not only bodes well for like a like them going against opposing teams, but it bodes well for the Eagles offense going against them every day in practice. 100%. Just seeing all these looks and Jalen Hurts knowing where to put the football and how to read a defense and all that kind of stuff and what he's gonna see on like a you know a regular basis in the NFL. So I'm actually more excited to see that defense than I am the offense, and not only based on all the disguise that Jonathan Gannon has in store, but because this defense has been so bland the last couple years yeah. with Jim Schwartz, with just rushing the four defenders and letting everybody drop back and cover and then like let, it, let them do their work. So that's not going to be the case anymore. I think you're going to see a lot of blitzes, a lot of disguising, a lot of drop back and coverage. You're going to see a mess of things. They're running a 4-3, four, 3-4. Three, three, four. They're running the hybrid, multiple defense yep. type of defense, which is what I want, which is, what it is awesome to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to see that. So next Wednesday we'll be back. We'll be talking about the um, – I guess we'll save the NFC East for last. Yeah. So we'll go AFC East, then we'll go with the AFC South and NFC South, and then we'll, we'll travel on to the uh, NFC East, and then we'll take you around the league. I'll take you – um yeah. Run league information and see what we got. So, Connor, with that said, man, you know, another successful Friday night, man. Us bullshitting, talking about sports. Love it. So, I got nothing for here, but up until next Wednesday night.
0: Up until next Wednesday. I'll see you all then.
1: Tommy Tomatoes out. Peace.